you know, you people just don't understand. You people just don't fucking understand. You people are fucking ignorant. You people lack empathy. You people just don't get it. Now, for y'all that's out there right now that's asking, really a rhetorical question, Kofi, what do you mean, you people? I don't really understand why that question would even come up in your mind, but you know what? For those that are asking, you people, I'm talking to you people, you know, like the people that are saying all lives matter. You people that are saying, if us black people respected ourselves, we wouldn't go through what we go through. <laughs> you people who say it's a crime for those people to destroy those businesses. They're hurting companies they're, and, 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 you know, organizations and, and those people's families. You people don't know. You people don't get it. That's the people I'm talking to. Those idiots. Those people that come up with those comments and those questions, right? Those people that don't know what it feels like to be an innocent black man and have your heart beat out your chest when a cop car is driving behind you. You people that speak on how protests should be happening, but you're within your homes, you're within the walls, not going outside to experience the pain of those who are willing to get shot by rubber bullets, smoke with tear gas, the people that are willing to get zip-tied and handcuffed, the people that are willing to get beat with batons, the people that are willing to die for change to come for black people. I'm not saying everybody that feels pain should go outside. Let's not get ignorant, people, for the ones that are actually, on, that are actually with me and that are listening to me. Let's not get ignorant. I'm talking about the people that have so much judgmental comments and statements for those out there that are fed up. Those people out there that can't take it no more. Those people that have seen time and time again, black men and black people have to go through things that, ha that are no different than 400 years ago. It's been four months, almost four months since Ahmad Aubrey was shot and killed. Almost three months since Breonna Taylor was shot and killed. We already got COVID-19 stressing the whole world out. But then black people got to deal with that, right? We just got to deal with this. Well, here we are, ladies and gentlemen. Here's what for those people that, when I say you people, for those people that are out there with those ignorant comments saying, you know, why are people outside, you know, causing riots? Why? And for the black people, the coon niggas. The ones that are saying if we respected ourselves, this shit wouldn't happen to us. For those people, well, here we are. Enter George Floyd from Houston. Moved from Minneapolis. Trying to find work. Trying to start a new life. To build his family up. To achieve his goals. And then you know what? Cops are called. Because he was trying to pay with a $20 counterfeit bill. Which I will speak on later. Because most of us know the story. For those that have been under a rock. For those that don't understand what's going on. What happened over the weekend. This is where it stems from ladies and gentlemen. He was Cops were called on him. Because he was in a corner store. Paying with a $20 counterfeit bill supposedly. Fine. George Floyd gets to his car. 
only to be met by police. Four police, four police officers, right? He gets met, taken out of his car. Mind you, as he snatched out of his vehicle, he's not met. He's not resisting arrest. I'm sure he's confused because whether or not he did try to pay with the $20 counterfeit bill, I see what the news was trying to do. But again, I'll speak on that later. He snatched out of his vehicle, not even resisting, only to get handcuffed and pushed onto the ground. Held down by four grown police officers, four grown men, right? And one of them in particular goes by the name of Derek Chauvin. Officer Derek Chauvin. This man, for whatever God-given reason, but I don't even think God would condone what he did, presses his knee into Mr. Floyd's neck. In the videos, I'll be honest with you, ladies and gentlemen, as I watched that video, I didn't even want to watch it at first. I don't want to be one of those people that say I'm numb to what's happening to us. But you know what? Sometimes the pain is too much because you can't even believe what we see these days. I'm watching a video of this man pressing his knee into George Floyd's neck, clearly not resisting arrest. Even though they grabbed him out the fucking car. Why are there other three? Why in the fuck are there four men trying to pin him down? And then after the three get up while Derek Chauvin is pressing his knee into his neck. They're standing around. When we know what he's doing. Meaning Derek Chauvin, what he's fucking doing. It's not part of the arrest. It's not part of how to properly arrest somebody. Pressing his knee into his neck. While he's laying on the concrete. While he's handcuffed, did they think, you know, that he was unaware of the fact that black men in this position had been killed by police for, for less? Clearly, he was scared. But you know what? Every, every black man's blood pressure skyrockets when a cop car's behind him. Not because he's doing anything illegal, because he's seen other black men die by cops. And that $20 counterfeit bill that the news try to push out there as if that's something that we need to be focusing on. That isn't the main point of discussion, nor should it even come up because it has nothing to do with why he was killed. He meaning George Floyd, ladies and gentlemen. What the fuck does the fake bill have to do with that? What the fuck does the fake bill have to do with the officer's knee pressing into his fucking neck as he's telling him, as he's pleading, officer, I can't breathe. Officer, I can't breathe. He's not being uncooperative. And the three other officers standing around watching this continue, watching this happen as the life is leaving George Floyd's body. Then you have these people that I was alluding to earlier talking about, oh, these riots, why are, they, why are these people doing this? Because they're fucking fed up. And I'm talking to the white people majority in the majority. You guys... The white people I work with and I have worked with because I see all of y'all on Facebook saying all the things y'all saying. I don't even like Facebook. I'm only on Facebook to promote my podcast. I could give a fuck about what goes on on Facebook. But what I see on there, mostly from white people saying, why are they running up in these organizations, these businesses and trashing things and causing hurt? Why are they doing this? Until you have been a black man or a black person in this country, and understood what it's like to be one. 
Shut the fuck up forever. Don't talk no more. I don't want to hear you say a fucking word about anything. For the white people I work with in my company, I don't give a fuck about any of the fa- any of the facts of you being white and me being black. I need you to let you I need to let you know right now. If I even hear ignorance, I'm not going to I'm not going to care that we're within work walls. I'm not going to care about any of that. I'm going to politely tell you to suck my dick and we can go outside if you have an issue with that. I will politely tell you to suck my dick. I won't even be aggressive about it. I won't even be like, hey, yo, suck my dick. I'll just let you know, hey, man, you can suck my dick. Because I'm tired. I'm fed up. I was outside. Bellevue, Washington, out here in Seattle, ladies and gentlemen. I was outside with the protesters. I was outside with the looters and the rioters. I saw everything that was going on. I saw the pain. I saw all the things that people have, were trying to get, have been trying to get across for years. Of course, the militia was out there. Cops out there with their batons, zip ties, ready to, you know, trying to box people in, trying to box us in. Listen, at the end of the day, ladies and gentlemen, the riots are just the beginning. It ain't like black police officers can start fucking with white men. I mean, because, you know, that's getting as far as shit Chris Brown did and stomped the yard. You know how the fuck that shit went. It was all cool for the first 15 minutes. And then he met a fucking bullet. That's getting as far as The Rock and Samuel L. Jackson did. And the other guys. The motherfuckers was in the movie for 10 minutes. So whatever movie you think in retaliation that black cops got to step up. Oh no, that shit ain't going to happen. The white men rule this country. It's not happening. So, so here's what's going to happen, right? Someone who's felt the pain of black men getting killed by the people that are supposed to protect and serve, quote unquote, will exercise extreme retaliation. Something worse than what the riots that are going on in Minneapolis, in Washington, in D.C., in Georgia, and all the, the hundred thousands of people that are outside in this country right now. Something worse is going to happen because of the guy we got in office. That motherfucker. That guy that's trying to, we're supposed to be living in a democracy. Well, you know what? It doesn't seem like it anymore with that guy in there. It seems like there's going to be some dictatorship. There's some dictator. I smell dictatorship coming from the words that he's speaking right now. It seems like democracy doesn't exist anymore. Because if it did, this shit wouldn't be going on. Now, would it? It wouldn't be going on. So here's my message. Here's what I got to say. Because you know what? People like Michael Vick. Mike Vick was killed dogs, right? That's what, that's, what, that's, that's what we know he did. But he served more time in jail for killing dogs. Or a dog. Or how many other dogs he killed. Than all the cops combined who have killed the last 493 unarmed black men. 18 months. A year and a half is what Mike Vick served in, you know, in prison. So you trying to tell me. He's been in, he was in prison for a year and a half. And officers that have killed 493 unarmed black men. You telling me they, <laughs> a year and a half, they can't even reach that. Because more than half of them ain't even getting fucking arrested. They're getting a slap on the wrist. So for those people out there that are confused, that are stupid, that are ignorant, that just have no knowledge on why people are outside right now. 
on why people have no idea, or, or, or you know, why people are enraged, infuriated, have pain, outrage, the outrage and the pain that's going on outside. For those that have no idea, that's what's going on. That's why. Because they have no, those people that are confused have no idea what it means to be black. They have no idea what it means to be black. To be oppressed. To go through the shit we have to go through. On a daily basis. Not even just driving, ladies and gentlemen. In businesses. In corporate business. Every black man. There's, there's not an accident. If I'm a black man and I see one other black man in a room full of... Uh, you know, t- more uh, 90% of the room is filled with white men. And there's one other black man in there, or whatever the case may be, and we give a nod to each other because we worked our ass off to get there. Why? Because we have to work twice as hard, triple the time that white people, the work that white people have to put in. We got to work twice as hard. You know what? By the way, for those black people out there that say shit like we need to be better, so they see us in a different light, we should respect ourselves, so they respect us. For you niggas, I need y'all to do me a favor real quick. Just listen to the words that's about to come out of my mouth. Do me a favor. I need you to go to the kitchen, grab a glass, and then head to the laundry room. When you get to the laundry room with that glass, grab the nearest bottle of bleach. Then pour that cup of, pour that bleach into the glass. Make sure you fill it all the way to the top. And then drink it. I need to hear that ah, at the end when you're done drinking that bleach. I need to make sure it quenches your thirst. For you ignorant people out there. And this is for the black people right now. Because of course I've said all of this. So it's like, well what's the solution? We need to build our own communities up. Not the communities the white men pushed us into. Not the hoods where we're deprived of the actual means of resources to get our kids an education. We need to build our communities to support other black businesses. For the ignorant ones that are saying go back to Africa, I would hope you do your research on your heritage and your your history before you run to Africa. I'm African, nigga. I'm from from Ghana. So that that, kind of hits home a little bit. But that's a discussion for another day because we have to be together. Let's focus on what's going on here. We shouldn't have to get the fuck out of the country to be happy. But we need to emulate and do way better than what the Chinese do. There's a Chinatown in every fucking major city because they go, they come in, they build up their own local businesses in every major city and build their own communities up. But there's more of us than them. We need to do way better because we already dominate the sports in this country. We dominate the NFL. We dominate the NBA. We dominate entertainment. Let's dominate our community. Let's focus on getting land and building our businesses up. And be together about it. Let's stick together about it. And stick to it. Let's not have the conversation for a couple of weeks. And then when the outrage dies off, we go away from it. Let's stick to it. Because the white men keep fucking with us and it can't continue no more. Because I'm done with it. And I'm going to use this platform to continue to remind y'all what the fuck we should be doing. And I will put action behind it. I have many friends, my peers, I have many peers that are black, that are in law right now, studying for fucking law and getting their law degrees so they can fight and and change the fucking system that is just not in our favor. 
I need y'all to continue to continue to do y'all work. Y'all know who y'all are. Y'all, you know who you are right now. The black men, the black women, the ones that are in law, trying to make a difference. Let's make it happen. Let's make it happen. Because enough is enough. This shit can't continue. We in the cave with it. We in the cave with it. Welcome everybody to episode 15 of The Cave. I am your host and I go by the name of Kofi. And we're here, ladies and gentlemen. Let's lighten the mood up a little bit. Let's lighten the mood up a little bit. I got my nigga Kurt with me. People, what's good, people, what's good. My nigga hey, Kurt boy, back. Hey, you know, I'm back, man, with my boy Cole. We're here to talk about a lot of things that's unfolding in the world right now. You know, like discussing also on a lighter tip of other things, but just just piggybacking off everything that you said, man. That's, you know, that's, that's spot on, man. Like, you know, we could just take it back to, you know, us growing up as little kids, you know, watching everything, the History Channel and, you know, how we got put in school, especially us going to pre- predominant white school and then not even brushing up on the history of what was going on. No. As far as, like, it was, it was, it was very little, especially when it came to, like, Black History Month. What was that? That was even, that was even four weeks. That was, like, two to three weeks. And then we were on to listen, like, we were on to learning about Thomas Jefferson and all the these other... Man. Yeah, exactly. And it was like it's one of those things where it's like, how how many times have the messages have to be like going across, like, um, either in movies, um, you know, in books, magazines, man, audios, man, it's so much, you know, just watching the videos. I, I just don't understand. That's that's not enough. They still even put out. Like, they still put out movies, and nobody still understands, especially, like, for the movie that came out. Like, how many remakes could you, could you make for a message to be heard or be saw, like, seen at Queen and Slim? Like, I just I just don't understand, man. It's just, like, that. that's why people have that, such an outrage. It's like, you're not hearing us, and you're not seeing us for who we are. And then, you don't understand what we're going through on a day-to-day basis. Or, uh, you know, weekly, monthly, you know, how hard it is to be a African-American woman or or male. It's, it's just it's just sad to see that, especially how it was handled, too. Especially in this day and age, that's just, it's just, I know people are tired. And this is why it's being shown right now, today. And it's only going to get worse unless justice is being served. I, I feel like the answer for everybody and it's going to be hard to, you know, as far as, like, with Donald Trump being our president, too, well, people want to see blood, man. They want to see something bad happen to that man because of what he did. Because that video, for him to even have that video going for that long, because it, it took me a long time to even swallow that pill to even try to watch that video. What like, video are you talking about? about? The listeners got to know what you're talking about. Like the George Floyd, it just—it took me a while. I—I I didn't. I, I watched it a week later, basically, mm-hmm. and it was one of those things where I, you know, I heard about it. I just was like, man, listen, I'm not, I'm not trying to watch something like that. But you know, I—I I came back home after work after a long day, and I was like, you know what? 
let me just see what everybody's talking about. Like, let me see how like let me see how like tragic this whole situation is. And when I saw it, and you could hear the guy yelling like, "Come on, man! Like I, I train. Like I do martial arts. Like come on, man! You cutting off his breathing? Like they having a full conversation with him, and that man's not even paying him no attention, and he still has his knee pressed against his neck for how long? Like." Like, come on, man. That, that, that whole situation was super unnecessary. Like, I didn't even have to know about it was about a counterfeit. It, it just it had to be. It was way bigger than that for that for that whole thing to go down. And then the, then the other cop that was sitting next to him, that, that's what made me even more mad. Like, he didn't even push him off or do anything at that particular time. All three of them niggas, bro. All three of them. Yeah. Yeah, I, I didn't see the other one. I just saw the the other. The, I, 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 don't, I don't correct me. I don't know if he was Asian or what he was. There were two Asians on the scene. Two yeah. of the four cops were Asian. Yeah, just. Then you had two white men. The thing, yo, and and, and I, listen, I, I appreciate everything you said. I got a question for you, right? Because obviously, these things. This is a different tone. It's a different tone. This is probably a di- yeah for the listeners that have tuned in. And by the way, before I continue, I want to give a special shout out to all the listeners. I want to give a special shout out to all the listeners on Anchor. I want to give a special shout out to all the listeners on Apple Podcasts, Spotify. Again, I appreciate Spotify for getting my podcast on their platform. I appreciate it. Shout out to Spotify. Um, I, I want to give a shout out to you know Radio Public. Um. You know what I'm saying? Google Podcasts. I, I thank all of the... And if I'm forgetting anybody, I appreciate all of y'all for at least letting me have a platform. Because... Right. It's a beautiful day, man. It's just that... The issue is, Kurt, we have situations where, right? We... And, and what you brought up about, you know, me and you both went to the same school. We went to a predominantly white school. So, so it's like every time February came around, you could sense the tension in the hallways because they felt like they, every time Black History Month came around, it was like, here, nigga, damn. Y'all want us to celebrate? Here you go, nigga. Nah, I'm for, I'm for, I, you see what I'm saying? Just looking back, just, just looking back on it, it felt very forced. It felt forced. Very, very. Because like, you think about it, you think about it is though, right? So we mm-hmm. had backpacks. Filled. I'm talking about, man. My ba- my my books used to be like holding me down because my back hurt. You know what I'm saying? Because like when we was in high school, we had all that stuff. Mm-hmm. But guess what? All that stuff was that was history of 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 all the you know the white presidents and all this other stuff. Right. We, yo, our book was slim to none, if that. You can catch us. You can catch us in probably a paragraph or passages. Not even. Not probably like to that extent. It was one of those things where it's like those books were filled with history of other white people that what they wanted to learn about. When it came to our well, our history and what they wanted kind of like us to brush up the knowledge on and what others should have learned about, that probably came out later on throughout somebody else's interest or they probably didn't even think about even learning about it at all. And that was the hard part that I was like, you know what, this is crazy. Like I, I told my mom that. I was like, Black History Month is not taken serious at my school, but I, I can't really have it being taken serious, you know, um, 
yeah, you know, at a predominant white school, you know, especially like, you know, us like dating back, right? Like, I, I definitely shout out Mr. Ribeiro for even trying. I was going to mention that. I'm glad you did. I was, I, you know, shout out to him, you know what I'm saying, for even trying, but to the core, to the soul and everything. And then the more that I wanted to learn about, I honestly wanted to learn about it from another either either as an African-American woman or or a male. I, did, I, I couldn't really take the class serious being taught by him. You know, I I definitely admit him for the effort, but you know why they did just... you know you know why they got him in there? And this is this is the thing, right? This is why <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, I want everybody that is listening right now, I want I'm gonna put a spotlight on the school that we went to. Janesville DeWitt High School in Syracuse, New York. Okay, ladies and gentlemen. They said, you know what? Because we had a black assistant principal. And I, I won't say his name, and, and, and Kurt already said the name of the teacher, but you know what, I'm not going to say his name, only because of the fact that he has done, he did a lot. He did a lot. Maybe I'll change my mind as I'm done, as I'm continuing to talk. Our assistant principal made sure we had a Kente Clove group, an African-American group where he invited speakers to come through and speak to all the black men, the black women in that school. Because he knew the things that Kurt is alluding to, the things that I'm talking about, all the things that we just mentioned. He saw that. I mean, he's a black man in a place of authority in a major high school. And this ain't no bullshit high school. I'm talking about athletics-wise. Kurt, we got a couple chips from basketball, right? <laughs> this is a couple state championships niggas got. Right, right. You know what I'm saying? So that school right. was on the map. They 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 got a they got a few players that went division one. One player a couple players went to the NBA from that school. So it's not, you know, it's not just any school. And educational wise as far as education goes, many people go to prestigious universities and colleges from that location. So one day they said, Hey man, you know what? The black people are screaming for this. We're going to give them an African-American study elective in high school. And we're going to have the white teacher who everybody considers a black white guy from Brooklyn. Shout out to Brooklyn niggas. I'm from Best Stock. Mr. Ribeiro, I forgot what part of Brooklyn he was from, but he was from Brooklyn. So me and him were cool. So they put him in there. They pushed his ass in there because there, were, there was no one else in the school to teach that. You know why there was not there was no one to teach that? How many black teachers did we have in that school, Kurt? Damn, did we have any? That you see what I'm saying? How many black <laughs> teachers did we have in that school? Other than the French teacher, Miss Amanqua. She was she's from she's from Ghana, actually. She's from yeah, my country. Yeah. She's from my country, but she's African though. So as far as African American studies, that's a different situation. She didn't grow up in the country. She moved yeah. here like my parents did. How many people black teachers did we have? People, people didn't give her their time either. Exactly. So, because she was African, though, but that's a different conversation. I, I, I have my thoughts on that. Because, But right now, we need to be in, in a form of unity. 
I have my I have my issues with black uh, African Americans with their ignorance towards Africa, because I hear a lot of let's go back to Africa talk. But like I said, we need to be mindful and we need to be you know we need to be united right now. That conversation will cause a divide, and I'm not here for that right now. We need to be together. Right, exactly. You know what's crazy though, man? I was like on a I was on a ride back with a lady and everything, and you know she was just talking about the whole situation, the protesting, and everything going down. And then, like, she just kind of, like, suddenly just asked me, like, you know, like, young man, how do you, like, how do you feel? Like, it was, like, such a passionate, like, she wanted to hear my view of how exactly I felt. Like, you know, it's in this day and age, like, what's going on? Like, what's in my head? Like, she wanted me to elaborate. And then she said it so passionately. It was, it was crazy. And I, I just told her just... You know, I really didn't have a lot of words. I just felt like I just said it's it's honestly it's, it's sad that you have to wake up every day and fear for your life. I just told her like, you know, it, it's just it's not easy. Obviously, anything you put your you you uh you work towards or anything, man, you got to put like a hundred twenty thirty percent because you look you look that crazy. Because like I told her like. You know, you know, the time working for, you know, the previous company, the previous company, I'm not even going to put it out there, but it's one of those things where, like, I was I was the only one on the team, you know what I'm saying? Right. And then, obviously, that's certain situations, and they'll look at me, like, you know, for the answer or not for the answer, you know? So, it, it was, it was it, you were put in a, a rough spot, you know? They expected you to... Um, do stuff and act on stuff or not say stuff at certain times. <clears throat> the thing is, bro, my, you see, I, I, you know, listen, I'm, listen, when I say, listen, listen ladies and gentlemen, the one, you know what, the really, the thing that pisses me off when black people, when this, these kind of, these kind of things happen, we, Look for white people to speak up to the point where it seems like we're begging for them to speak up. Stop fucking doing that. Do not look for these, look for white people to speak up on this shit. They know what the fuck is going on out here. They know exactly what the fuck is going on out here. Now, for the ones that in my life, the white people in my life that I appreciate, the ones that actually have been there for me. This does not apply to you because I know I judge, I make sure your character is evaluated over and over again. I evaluate your character the way corporate companies evaluate black people when they're bringing them on board. That Those background checks, nigga, they go over, they go over them background checks a thousand times before they hire us. That's how I evaluate the white people in my life. I would say no offense, but I got years and hundreds of years of documentation to back up why I'm saying that. For those in my life, I appreciate y'all because I don't have to look for you to say a word. You guys said a word the moment it happened. So I don't even need to speak to y'all because I know what's going on. But for the ones, for the black people out there that just say, man, why is this person not saying that? 
Fuck them. Because the silence says more than you know. The silence says more than you know. The silence says enough. They, they, listen, they didn't have to say a word for us to know where they stand. They don't say a word, we know where they stand pretty much is what's going on, ladies and gentlemen. Understand that. Please. I'm not, and by the way, I'm not saying we're be everyone's begging, but I'm saying the ones that are persistent, hey, white people, where you at? White people, where you at? Hey, speak up on this. No, no, stop it. It's embarrassing. One of my bros, shout out to my nigga. He's actually in law right now. I won't even say his name, but he know when he listens to this, he'll know who I'm talking. Know he'll know I'm talking to him. He's in law. He goes to law school. He's he's in law school right now, and he's handling his fucking business right now because he's one of the people that's looking for a change. And he was outside too, in New York with it. He was outside too, and he was one of the people that said, "Hey man, stop being persistent on trying to get white people to speak up for us." It's fucking embarrassing because they know what's going on. We don't need their fucking validation and approval. We don't, they, we don't, they know exactly what is surrounding us. Stop it. I'm off that for now, but I'm going to get back. I'm, I'm, at some point, we got to just, we just got to be real with ourselves. People. And Kurt, honestly, bro, this shit is, <laughs> this shit is crazy, bro, because it's like, it's getting crazy out here. For a nigga like me, you already know my background. I'm going to end up in Ghana with it. Not because I'm running. Excuse me. Not because I'm scared. No, I lied. I am a little scared about what's going on. I can't even... I, I ain't going to hold you. It does scare me because you never know. You never know what can happen anytime with these cops. And, uh, yeah, piggybacking off that, man, not to cut you off and everything, but, I mean, explain to me exactly, you know, what you saw, what what went on during when you were down there, um, you know, when I FaceTime called you on, you know, while you, while you were in Seattle. Yo, yo, bro, I saw a lot of pain. And being out there, Kurt, I'm not going to lie, you know how you, you get your body... The human body is such a is, is is such a magnificent creation because you feel trouble around you when you're out there. Yo, Kurt, I was out there, I was trying to find a place to park. And I'm gonna talk about that. I was trying to find a place to park. I was driving to Bellevue because see, Seattle, Seattle was pretty much shut down. They had snipers out there, bro. Because somebody stole a rifle. So they had snipers on deck. So the new the protest was going to be in Bellevue. Bellevue, Washington is kind of, to be honest, the white people city. Seattle got Seattle got a mixture. Bellevue, it's the white people land. Right. You feel me? So, huh? Let's get over there. That's what the, that's what pretty much. So I'm look I'm I'm talking to people. I'm talking to getting the word. Yo, three p.m. We out there. I get out there. Cops are getting ready, and the crowd's growing. So I'm trying to find a parking spot. I park. I get out there. There's a there's a there's a um, there's a restaurant. I've been there a couple times. Called Thirteen Coins. As a matter of fact, Kurt, when you came out here to visit me, we went to Thirteen Coins. Right. The same Thirteen Coins that you and I and 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 Shorty went to was the one we. That's where we were at. 
because that's called Bellevue Square. Bell Square is where everybody was at. Because that's where the mall is. That's where the major major designer uh, stores are. I'm talking Louis Vuitton. All the major places. We're all out there. Because you know, obviously, people ready to loot. In broad daylight. People ready to riot. Cops are out there. I'm talking, we walking towards 13 Coins. Cops are standing out there protecting it. Or whatever the fuck you want to call it. Then they, get the, they let the rubber bullets go. They let the tear gas go. So they start. we start running back. Then the militia comes in, and two big black suburbans, they come out with their big-ass ARs outside. Their big-ass assault rifles. They come out fully geared up. Mind you, the local Bellevue police, they got their zip ties behind their back, the batons out, the shields, their guns holstered. No bullshit, bro. There was a there was a store owner, white man, of course. He had his he had his forty five outside his MP forty five behind his back, clutching on it. On he had his hand on the handle, in case anybody ran up on his shit. In broad daylight, nigga, he's standing right outside his establishment, with his hand on his fucking handle. Anybody gets close, you can see him squeeze the fucking handle and get ready to pull it out from the holster. Hey. That's the type of shit that was going on. And the people I'm with, they're like, why are you doing that? Don't you understand what the fuck is going on? Don't you understand why we're outside to begin with? He's like, I can't have that, man. I'm going to just have to let this shit off. Mind you, I work with people that think like him. That don't understand what's going on. I'm not saying, hey man, just move aside and let us break your shit up. But if you're standing right outside where everyone can fucking see you, in front of the police, I might add. White man. Hand, and he said it out loud, Kurt. He said, yeah, I got an MP45 right on my back. Ten bullets in this thing. I only know because one of my guns I have, I have an MP45. So I, so I know how many fucking, I know how much is in the mag. I know what's going on. I didn't need to hear him say it though. Why are you being fucking aggressive? Oh, I know because you're ignorant. You don't understand what's going on right now. Uh. They came outside, bro. We're blocking the street off. We're blocking traffic. Waves of people. Mind you, there's people trying to break into everything. People that's looting, that's breaking down these stores. Breaking down every all these stores. All these places in Bellevue. Just to prove a point. Hands up, don't shoot. No justice, no peace. Signs everywhere for people to understand. I needed and I had to be out there because I, I'm mad too. So I had to get out there. And I saw and I felt all the pain from everybody. And you know what? It wasn't just black people out there. There were white people out there too. There were white people out there. There were Asians out there. I saw y'all. I saw the ones out there that were really there for the cause. And I saw the little niggas out there that were there just to fuck shit up. 
I'm not. I, I I'll be lying if I said I wasn't scared for a for a minute. But you know what? There's people out there that's willing to die for this shit, bro. That's willing to die for the change that we need and want to happen in this country for black people. That's very true. That's very true. So that, that that's what was going on. I mean, to all my to all my guys out there, please be safe. Please be safe and continue to fight the fight. But uh, on a lighter note. <laughs> Before I even get to that, do you have any any comments on this on this bro? Because I don't I don't want to dismiss this topic, but I don't also want this to be a down episode either. My audience and my listeners, they I owe it to them to not just keep this, you know, on the sad side, on the angry side. Yeah, man. Uh... Honestly, now just would basically just hope for everybody just to, you know, obviously, like you said, keep fighting the fight and just be safe, man. Honestly, I always say that everybody would be safe. So, it's just, it, yeah, it's just, it's a really rough time right now. So, you know, I just want everybody to be safe. Is your heart heavy got, right now? Got, yeah, got a, got a lot of life to live, honestly, man. It's, it's, it's just a lot to take in, you know. That's why I could hear it in your voice, bro. And I feel like everybody that's listening can hear it in your voice. And you know what? I think we both have made our points. I got a question for you, my nigga. Yeah, talk to me, man. Talk to me. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Really? <laughs> I got a yo, mind you, yo, my nigga. I ain't gonna hold you. I got a bottle of that Casamigos tequila on deck. You dig? I've been, I've been. You feel me? I've been listening. Yo, man. Shout, shout out, shout out to uh, George Clooney, man, for investing in that. That's a, that's a big thing. You know, you know what's crazy, man. I really can date back to a time, right? Mm-hmm. That uh, talk your shit. Hold on. Yeah. You know, um, yo, man, it was my first time, man. Really. You know, going back to Syracuse and everything a couple of years back, you know what I'm saying, 2017, right? Uh-huh. And my dad said, yo, he was like, man, come on, Kurt, man, pull up, man. I'm at a liquor store, man, pull up, pull up. I was like, all right, man, I'll pull up in like 30 minutes. Give me a minute, give me a minute. Mm-hmm. Right? So, yeah, I go to pull up, man. My dad hyped like, yo, what's good, Kurt? Come on, man, take a shot. I'm like, man, what y'all got? Mind you, his name is Kurt. His he, pop's name is Kurt, ladies and gentlemen. He's a junior. He was like, yo, man, we got that Casamigos. I was like, what's that? He was like, yo, man, they got a smaller bottle. But, like, the way it was shaped, it looked like it was something new. It looked like it was something like somebody wanted to, like, <clears throat> like Diddy. You know what I'm saying? Like, Nigga, like it, it, it looked like, it looked like. You feel me? You know how they hide treasure maps and bottles in the ocean? Yeah, that's what it was. Yeah. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> them that's bottles look like there's treasure. There's treasure maps in them, nigga. Yo, he poured us a, up a couple of shots of that with his friends. I was like, yo, this is not bad. Mm-hmm. And, and think about it from then to now. 
what it's doing right now. Now it's even it's respirado, bro. It's it's got like a different like it's it's huge right now. Like mm-hmm. it's, 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 it's honestly, I might be wilding. You know, the viewers might not agree, but I definitely think it's better than Patron. Hundred mm. percent. Listen, listen. Uh, I want everybody to hear the shot I'm about to pour. Listen, man, I'm gonna keep it hundred with you. Listen, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna disagree with that. I think it is it might be better than Patron. Actually, not might. Don Julio and this is better than Patron. Patron is just a popular drink to have. Patron is good, but these things. Yeah. So you got Don Julio that's better, and this is greater. You know what I'm saying? It's just it's just you know, it's you know it's, it's preference, nigga. Tequila at the end of the day is gonna make you wanna handle business. With that being said. Yeah, get some flesh. I already know, man. That should make you want to... Hey, can I ask you a question? Is body count slash the past of a woman relevant or important to dating somebody new? Wait, hold on. Rephrase that question again. Let me, right, then you know what? Let me ask you a question. Let me, let me rephrase it in a storytelling mode because everybody knows I love telling stories. Right? right. If you try and date a new, a new chick, you see if she's bad. Her shit, right, right, right. Her shit fat. You know what I'm saying? She's beautiful. All these things, right? Is right. her body count, meaning the amount of men she slept with, a make or break deal to you dating her? I mean, honestly, nah. You know, that honestly, to tell you the truth, that, that doesn't even have to come up. Okay. Really. Okay. It's not until like later, 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 later on. You know what I'm saying? I feel like. Somebody's gonna feel a lot more comfortable if uh it depends on who that person is. They feel like, you know, coming out and talking about it throughout the jump, just to put that honesty on the table, or like they they trying to make sure that everything is, you know, genuine between the both of you guys. So before she goes ahead she goes ahead and tells you that because like she don't know how she's basically gonna be thinking based on your reaction. Okay. It's it's that I think the the biggest thing is your reaction factor. Like how how are you going to judge me? You know, if, if it's going to be like okay, yeah, when we brush that to the side, or or you just going to be like, nah, fuck that. Like that that's crazy. Wait, how much? And <laughs> 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 they can't wait to go tell other people. This bitch like, fuck, you know fuck like twenty niggas, man. Fuck. <laughs> Yo, my nigga. They got, got times that by three. Oh, yo, really? listen. I'm going to keep it 100 with you, bro. How often are chicks actually honest? Because here's the thing, right? They already see us as hoes. Men, you know how, you know oh. how the whole double standard works. Men, I'm glad you brought that up, bro. You know what I'm saying? You know, we we have the whole double a, that's standard a great thing. thing because you feel me? I, I, I feel like... I feel like women are way more honest men now than what they were before. Mm. I, th- I think before it was like more of a sneakier thing. Mm. I think now. I think now. Let now, me drop now. an air horn for the women. Kurt just sided with y'all for a quick second. <laughs> I don't agree with that, but keep going. But the reason why I say that, man, is because, like, yo, I feel like the more, I don't know, bro, because I just see it more than they being open because, like, I feel like they're not afraid to be them. 
because the, okay. the words like it's it's so different now. You know what I'm saying? Like different things they like to embrace. Like and, like they always say, love yourself first, and then and then branch off, and then love others, and then you know what I'm saying, and then you spiritually go from that. So I I just feel like as women, I feel like they they feel like they should be themselves, and they don't. Like, how can you judge me, nigga? Like, this is what I did. Okay, then. Like, let's move, let's move forward. That was my past. Right. You know what I'm saying? I had my face. Everybody should have their face. That's how they gonna go into it. Okay. And then that's true, man. Because, like, you know what I mean? Like, I don't know, I know a lot of joints, you know what I'm saying? Like that. And then they perfectly normal, bro. Like, it's just one of those things where they put that shit on the table. And it's like, you think I set me for who I am. I'm gonna tell you this, right? For me, I'm and I'm a, I'm a, I want y'all to hear me, ladies and gentlemen. Y'all know me already. We about fifteen episodes in this. We in the cave with it. You feel me? You know what's going on. Y'all know me already, so y'all already know how I'm coming. If I'm being honest with you, body count is not an issue. Only when it's local. It's an issue for Kofi if it's local. If we live in the same motherfucking city, God forbid that city is small, and I know at least I can count on both hands the niggas that beat, and I know them personally, meaning if I see them in the club, all you hear is, what's good, my nigga? What's good, my nigga? What's poppin', son? Hey, yo, my nigga, you good? Yo, what's good, fam? You know what I'm saying? If I can count and know all them niggas, I have to... I got to take that in consideration, nigga. I'm not going to be in a situation... Listen, that is a that is a problem for me. Now, in a situation where I don't know them niggas, I don't have never seen them niggas, I've never smelled them niggas, pause, I've never been around them niggas, my friend don't be around them niggas, that's not a situation where I'm worried about because here's why. I don't want to bring you around and them niggas can say... Damn, yo, that pussy wet, right? Yo, I beat that shit up a minute ago. <laughs> I beat that shit. Wait, 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 wait. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know me, yo, like, can you imagine? Can you imagine a nigga being like, damn, that's your shorty? Oh, that's you? When a nigga ask you, yo, that's you? Be very no, bro, afraid. Listen, man, piggybacking off that, right? Yeah. So, I'll, so I'm going I'm to I'm pick up on something that basically is, like, very recent for me, right? Mm-hmm. So, you know what I'm saying? The ratio was a little off, you know what I'm saying? Based on, you know, uh, the events that, you know, took a, as far as like me going on a boat, right? So I went on a boat and everything, you know what I'm saying, this past weekend. Okay. It was a beautiful day, you know what I'm saying? Sun, sun was shining, it was gorgeous outside, man. Just these mean boats. flex, ladies and gentlemen. You know what I'm saying? I had to put that out there, you know what I'm saying? Try to make up for Memorial Weekend, you know what I mean? So, mm-hmm. <clears throat> so you know, it was about like, Nah, it's damn. You hear that? that oh, you can hear that shit. <laughs> Yo, my nigga, I try so Yo. hard to do it quietly. <laughs> Yo, dang! You can tell me what to pour up. <laughs> Yo, bro, I tried to keep it low. Yo. I couldn't do it. Yo, I, I thought I was about to get it. You a human being? You love that sound. Yo, my nigga. <laughs> Yo, my nigga, when you hear that sound, I don't care if you sleeping. I don't care if you in the middle of doing something mind-blowing. You're going to wake the fuck up. You're going to see what's going on. You're going to stop whatever you're doing. Yo, when the moment you... Oh, shit. I dropped the cap. Hold on, Kurt. Hold on. Nah, but yo, bro, but like, it was like, okay, it was like uh, eight or nine dudes, right? Uh Uh-huh. And there was about like... Wait, 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 wait. Hold up. 
me on that chill. <laughs> All right, go ahead, no, go ahead. And, and then, like, um, it was, like, four or five girls, something like that, whatever, right? So okay. the, the dude that was on there, right, mm-hmm. brought a girl on the boat. Now, obviously, he's trying to impress her, right? So as he's trying to do that, right, you know, I'm saying whatever, everybody, everybody being cordial, everybody's pouring up their liquor and everything, right? Mm-hmm. So he talking to me, but he kind of like giving her the side eye, right? Mm. She get to going like, oh, hey, what's such and such? So one dude, this, she was like, oh, what's up? I ain't seen in a minute to the other dude. Mm-hmm. Then it was another dude that she said what up to. Mm-hmm. And then he look, he talking to me and then he looking over like, yo, yo, she know what these cats? <laughs> God, there was more. There was more guys that was around the boat that was talking because like everybody was talking kind of like in increments. Mm-hmm. So he was. He probably he got quiet because he wasn't even talking to me anymore. And he probably was. <laughs> he probably was grasping what was going on. <laughs> he probably was like, "Yo, we might yeah, have to have this conversation. We <laughs> get off this boat." <laughs> Come on, man. He knew what was um, going on. I think he knew, but he didn't want to know. <laughs> that was that was the issue. And I was like, yo, bro, this is crazy. <laughs> but I was, I was, that, that was kind of like the issue I was saying. Like, these people are bold with it. Like, I thought that was very bold. Well, bro, the thing is, right? Here's the thing. I get all of that. But the situation is there needs to be an understanding. Like for me, I'll be honest, women have accused me of not being uh, uh, someone that communicates. I mean, not like I'm, and I said this in the last couple episodes, not that I'm, I'm not, you know, indi- I'm, I'm not direct. It's just a matter of, I just don't want to let you in, nigga. Like, I don't want you to know what the fuck I'm thinking. I want to know your mind. You can't know mine. Toxic, whatever the fuck you want to call it. Hold my penis. What I'm saying is, I don't... I got, got real fast, but all right. Yeah, yeah, you know what I'm saying? I just had to let them know. Like, you feel me? Like, the situation is, right? I want you to understand this. If I even address your, uh, address your body count, it's not in a matter of I really give a fuck how many niggas you clap. It's just because maybe we, we just... It's just boring right now, so I need to ask a question to entice us. I don't care. I know what I'm coming with. I know I average 35 for my career. I know I, you feel me? I know I put in work. So if somebody else put in work, <laughs> that means you, you, you know what I'm saying? You know what's, ha- you, you feel me? You know what's going on. At the end of the day, I will say this. Locally, I don't want to be in a situation where I'm around a multiple men that have been in your box. That's not something I want to be a part of. That's not something that's comfortable for me. And I'm sure that would be comfortable comfortable for you if there was a bunch of women around you that I clapped. Now. I don't know, bro. What you mean? What, you, what don't you know? What's up? I mean, shit. If 
she said, yeah, I got like a tongue. I mean, that, it might have, that's hysteria because that thing might be wetter in the ocean. Sheesh. You going in that raw? What? Hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I thought this nigga was going to say, what? Hell nah. This nigga said, hell yeah. Not everybody gets raw dick, nigga. What type of energy we talking about? What energy would make you want to go raw in a woman? Uh, she like curvy, silly. It's just, it's, it's just, everything plays its part, man. It's like everything's perfect, conversation, kicking in, you know what I'm saying? Like, if everything kind of like falls into place, oh, mm-hmm. I'm running laps. I'm running laps in it. I'm running laps. So you telling me if a woman could talk good, you going in a raw? I know a lot of women that I would not go raw in that could talk good. I'm saying she took all the boxes, man. Oh yeah, for sure. Okay, I get what you mean, not, ladies and gentlemen. What he means by take off the I'm boxes is that shit fat, body right. All right. I'm talking about running that thing up, like you know, what I mean, like a marathon. You know what I'm saying? If a nigga slide in that shit raw more than once, that means the first time he meant to do that. What I mean, <laughs> what I mean by that is, you feel me? Because you know Kirk, yo, my nigga. You know how niggas be, you feel me? Listen, there be times you got to act like you really, like, upset that you forgot the condoms at home. Like, <laughs> you be like, damn, son. I forgot that shit at the crib. <laughs> And you, yo, bro, you feel me? You bro, niggas have been there. And then, like, yo, you looking there, right? You looking left or right, like the joint's about to appear. Like, them shits ain't gonna pop up. Them shits at home that you, they at home, and you know they at home. So it ain't like it's just gonna magically appear. You know that you left them shits at home. And more than half the time, it's on purpose. Listen, here's the deal there's women, I'm gonna tell you the bug. Not everybody gets raw dick. You feel me? The women that get raw dick, number one, maybe when you had a condom on the first time you hit, there were some things that the box did that, you know, kind of uh, blew your mind. Like, oh, shit, is that wet? I got a condom on. I got to experience that. Yo, Kurt, you ever been in a situation where it's been dumb hot, ain't no rain been in the city, and then one day it's been so hot, ain't no AC, but it rains, and you run outside, and you just go outside the way it is without an umbrella, and you like one of them R and B niggas that just stick their hand out, and you feel me, and you feel that rain while you outside, and it's hot, and you feel like you've just been, you've been, you feel me. Put in a new world. Put in a new dimension. You know what I'm saying? Nigga, what? <laughs> hell no. <nah. laughs> Yo, what the hell is going on? We got for a loop. Oh, shoot. <laughs> Yo, bro, what I was going to ask was... <laughs> Yo, like, being put in that situation, right? Yo, this nigga here. What's good? What? Being be put in that situation, right? How the girl like, ever asked you, right? Like, oh, hey, like, hit you with the, like, the high pitched voice. Like, no, nah, don't worry about it. I got some cards in the drawer. Oh, now, shit. Now, like, you, now, when you hear that, 
She's fucking. Think of no, not even just that. She's fucking. It's like, it depends on who she be fucking. My nigga, if a chick hit you with the I got condoms in the drawer, mind you, that's happened to me. I definitely been hit with the I got condoms in the drawer. She fucks, okay? That's what I'm, that's what I'm saying. But then she it, fucks. It goes, it goes into death body though, too. Okay, elaborate. Like, Help me. So, like, think about it. If she got, like, these lifestyles, you're going to be like, what the fuck kind of nigga she messing with? Pause. Pause. Yo, nah. I swear the little dick niggas, man. You know what I mean? Nah, you got the man to look like, you know what I'm saying? You go shake your head like, yeah. God on everything I love. <laughs> Hold, on. <laughs> Hold on. Hold on, bro. Yo, I swear to God on everything I love, bro. <laughs> Yo, this chick that I was talking about, bro, she had a she had a Ziploc bag full of magnums. I said, damn, bitch. <laughs> man what the fuck going on like <laughs> what the fuck is going on over here yo bro yeah. yo come yo listen bro now it's a fact but <laughs> my thing is right the chicks that be like yo man you could go in raw go ahead nah yeah i'll date back to that i'll be confused i'll be like yeah listen yo you must not got anything you must not got respect for your body because, like, honestly, that you don't even really know me like that for me to even do that. You know what I'm saying? Okay. So, I, obviously, I, I'll be like, obviously, I want to respect, respect your body, and then I, hopefully you respect yours 100%. That's it's a little too early in those stages to even make that decision. That'd be crazy. For sure. One yeah, night stand, roll sex? That's yeah, crazy. Yeah, that's, that's wild. That's wild. Because it's like one of those things where it's like, yeah, it's wild. It's wild. Yo, son. It's definitely different scenarios that you be like, damn, man, a condom or something like that. You be like, girl, be like, yeah, you just trying to go, you know what I mean? You just trying to go, like, swimming out your raincoat? You be like, wait, what? Yo, hold on. I'm not with that. That's going to scare me. That's going to make me, that's going to make my penis get soft. I'm, I don't know, like, I feel like that's something that you don't really discuss. If a women <clears throat> okay listen women normally are smarter about that than guys i will admit that women are normally they know their body better than men do in the sense that because men just get we're just <sighs> we're dogs so like them women are more you know they know exactly what's going on with their body to the point where okay if they're gonna go raw they they've already got a checkup they know what's going on shit like that <clears throat> now with that being said Women love raw sex, nigga. Oh. Oh. Oh, I know. 
Women love raw sex. That's just we we we're not gonna sugarcoat that. We're not gonna just breeze by that. You know what I'm saying? We ain't gonna just you know touch on that and move on. Women love raw sex. I don't know what it is about raw sex with women, but that's just some shit that you know what I'm saying. You get the question: Are you good? <laughs> you you got your checkup? <laughs> you everything good over there? <laughs> I bet. I I just I just feel like. Women kind of, uh, they kind of hide their true feelings about the situation. Because men, it's, it's true, bro. You feel me? We, we will pretend to forget our condoms at home on purpose for the women that we really trying to slide in. Because here's a the deal. There's some shit that may have happened. Whoa, 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 whoa. How about that? Hold on. I'm going I'm explaining. Because there's some shit that happens when the condom is on, with their with their uh, with their with their box, with their vagina that makes you go whoa. This shit like that. Hold on, man. Let me see how this shit feel when I take the coat off. Like you know how the, you know you know how fat people go swimming with shirts and shit on. You dive in that pool with no shirt on is a different feeling, nigga. That shirt don't stick to you when you get out the fucking pool, nigga. It's all breeze. It's all just a feeling that you never experienced before. That's all I'm saying, brother. You feel me? That's all I'm saying. Am I tripping? Hell yeah. How am I tripping, nigga? Yo, my nigga, exactly. That's 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 the point. But okay, so you feel like, alright, body count ain't an issue. As as if you grown, honestly, it really shouldn't be an issue because honestly, you can't really. It's not like you can press all the niggas that got in her fucking box. But that's fine. My question is, because we already established the whole raw sex situation, right? Kurt, my thing is, at what point do you think? It is sensible for you to slide and roll. At what point in the dating process do you say, you know what, man? The condom's staying at home, nigga. I'm going to take a shot while you come up with the answer. I feel like it's just really based on the relationship and how steady it's going and then how engaged you're into the other person. I feel there is no timeline, really. There's no timeline, right? Nah. I don't feel like, I feel like when y'all both are ready for that step, then y'all ready. So speaking I feel like it's just, I, I feel like it's really based on your energy, your chemistry, and how y'all, how y'all are with each other. If y'all are at that point, then it could be, it could be a couple weeks or a week. Damn, nigga. I mean, some people, some people get into stuff early. Shit, you gotta think about it. People, you're some right. people get married. Some people get married early. Shit. That's true. <laughs> like, no, that's, you're right. You're right. You're right. Okay. okay. So, like, some people just, you know, obviously with anything, they just go through different stuff different ways. So, um, I feel like it's really just based on the both of you guys. Just really. Oh, I know. I waited a minute, so. Um, yeah, I just feel like that was, that's the best answer. Because I feel like we are both ready. <sighs> I 
you know, now in the sense of, because right now we live in an age where people want to be claimed. Okay. Sometimes rightfully so, sometimes prematurely. And it's not just women that look for, you know, the validation of being on somebody's somebody's partner. It, men men do it too. That's that's real shit. There could be times where men say, man, why you not ready to, you know what I'm saying? How can you ain't ready to move up? That's fine. It's on both sides. Now, obviously the answer could be based on the vibe. Because the question I'm having is, when is it, is there a point where when you're dating somebody where it's like, okay, my nigga, you dragging it in the sense of how come you haven't claimed me yet? You know what I'm saying? How come after all this time with vibing, things are going well, what do you think would prevent a man, Kurt, from claiming a woman or a woman claiming a man, even though it seems like the relationship is going smooth. The dating process is going smooth and everything adds up and it should equal up to an official relationship. Why do you think people hesitate? Well, others think them overthinking it. I don't want to force everything going so steady, everything going so beautiful, calm. You know, where we're at right now is, is fine. Her reaction, you know, I feel like it's a lot of thinking, overthinking. It's just what other people think. That's that's why I feel like some people, or like based on previous relationships, on uh, how they went with a title. So, I mean, some people just try to like play the field, you know? Okay. Just to see how, see how things go. I just feel like it's a whole thinking process, you know, on what's going on. Okay. Yeah, man, you know, some people get hurt and everything, and then they don't want to put a label on it. So they don't want to never go back to that, that feeling or how they felt when they put a label on it, you know? And then, you know, once you put that label on it and invest your time and say something does happen, you know, you know how heartbroken you are, so that they probably just don't want that same feeling again. So that's just what it is, that fear. Fear is a motherfucker, bro. Mm-hmm. Fear is a motherfucker. I don't want you to, by the way, I don't want you to really escape past the fact that I heard you take a drink. What you got over there? <laughs> yeah, I told you, man. I got this Acolyte, man. pH 9.5. Beautiful, man. Kirk- Kirkland. Set up Kirkland, man, you know. Costco's. Go ahead and get you some. Get you a pack. You know what I'm saying? You thirsty motherfuckers. Yo, see? Yeah. All right. So, <laughs> here's the thing, right? Niggas that's looting right now, all they heard is, yo, my nigga, we gonna fuck up Costco's and gonna grab all the water. Yeah. We gonna fuck yeah. up Costco's and go grab that water, nigga. Um, <clears throat> I, I mean, I'm not... I'm not, like, you know, I'm not trying to say that, but you know. It is what it is, right? It is what it is. It's a it's a beautiful thing, man. This water is really good, pure. It keeps me it keeps me up like I'm drinking Red Bull. You feel me? So it makes me feel the same way. So yeah, it's a great, it's a beautiful drink, man. <clears throat> nice bottle. 
I like it, man. I can take it anywhere. This nigga always yeah. sound like he promoting some shit. <laughs> I swear, man. You would think this nigga is getting the check. I need to, yo, he just sounds like a nigga that just really would do that. Yo, he's a very good commercial guy. Yo, anybody out there that needs to promote something, just just hit this nigga Kurt up, all right? Like, he just he just has that. You feel me? He will promote the shit out of your product. Whether, yo, just, just pay him. That's all. He be doing this shit for free a lot. Just pay the nigga. Nah, nah, facts, bro. I'll be like, man, y'all ready? I'll be like, yo, oh, hold on. Let me get a drink real quick, man. Let me get some of this real quick. Oh. <laughs> man, this guy here. Right, it is with it. One, two, three. Okay. <sighs> if, you get you a nice, if you get you a nice little drink of this alkaline water, you know what I'm saying? It enhance your flavor and your day. Mm. Get some nice tall bottle. Perfect for the heat. I can't even do it, man. <laughs> what? I can't even do it. I can't even do it. I can't even do it. Yo, listen. All y'all out there, I put pressure on him. He's good. If you need a motherfucker to promote your shit, hit this guy up. Yo, I ain't gonna front a dude today saw it. And he held his hand like it was a Pepsi bottle. I was like, bro, you good? He was like, yo, should I get some? Dude, guys, I was like, next week. Dude, like, yo, I ain't gonna fuck, man. Yo, this water kind of good. I was like, bro, I told you. Niggas be, niggas be drinking water. Yo, they, they, they feel the taste of water like it's Sprite. Like it's, <laughs> like it's got a different taste to it. Nigga, it's water. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's something, it's something different about this, man. Like, it's one of those things where I like, when somebody be like, yo, man, you want some Dasani? Yo, why you coming at me like that? Yo, chill. You don't fuck with Dasani? Or somebody come up, come to me about the great value water. I look at him with oh, a face. Yuck. Yeah, I don't fuck you know, with somebody, that. Yeah, somebody come to me about anything, like aquafina or anything. Man, I just look at him crazy. Man, I'm like, nah, man, I got my own water. Like, damn, bro, why, why such a basic voice? I'm like, nah, bro, because I'm only, I'm only rocking with my water, bro. You gotta like, let niggas know, son. What the fuck? It was like, bro, I ain't never seen a nigga get defensive about water. I was like, yeah, man, I don't play when it comes to this alkaline water, bro. It's healthy for you. Right, bro. Healthy. Healthy. You know what I'm saying? It's a, it's a lifestyle. Um, It's a lifestyle. Listen, man. It's a lifestyle. <laughs> listen, <laughs> man. Um, <laughs> yo, this nigga here. Yo. Yo, bro. What up? I... Hey man, I don't want to pick you back off that, but y'all, are you really surprised of all the athletes that came about that like came to spoke? I mean, I'm gonna say I'm surprised Stack Fire came up and and, um, and said something. I, I I've never seen him kind of come like in his come talking that limelight. So like for him to come up and talk like that, that was like that was powerful, you know. And and him speaking on the behalf of uh, uh, George Floyd, that was crazy. Um, I I I I was until I heard that he was actually somebody that he they were friends. Yeah, 
before I heard before I heard him articulate and explain how they were friends, I was surprised. But he kind of let that be known early. So, like, I heard him speaking on... And, and here's the thing, right? For me, I, I get it all. For him to come out and explain the things he explained and say the things that he said, you know, articulated things that, you know, that, 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 that happened based on the situation and who George Floyd was to him... I'm going to say this. There's a lot of entertainers. There's a lot of celebrities out there that are fucking just saying dumb shit. First of all, yo, my nigga. You fuck with Off White, right? Oh, man. No, don't. No, no. We got to get there. We got to get there. You fuck with Off White. Because I used to fuck with Off-White. The reason I say used to is because Virgil Abloh. Hey, listen. I'm going to tell you something, right? In Africa, in Ghana, yo, I was talking about... Uh, listen, we have something called Bifak. Bifok. Okay? <laughs> when we say Bifok, <laughs> it means... <laughs> It means before you fuck, you say all the things that you want to say to somebody before you get in their vagina or before you get the penis. Be fuck. So you tell me be fuck things and then when you get the fuck, you, you, you change your things up. My nigga, this guy, he donates, mind you, it is successful. Off-White is successful. People buy that motherfucker. This nigga donates $50 towards the cause. And you know what had me crying laughing? Him screenshotting it and showing it to the world that he, that he donated $50 to the cause. Yeah, I was... I was confused. Listen, if I tell you I'm going to buy Off-White after this, you're tripping. I'm not. <laughs> I'm just not. Because all that money, you, I refuse to believe that nigga's not making money. $50? A black man? Nigga, that's a PS4 game. That nigga bought a... That nigga donated a PS4 game to the cause. 50? For a million dollar business? Please. I don't know what the fuck. He was thinking. I finished the sentence. We don't know what the fuck he was thinking. And wow. Listen, these celebrities have no PR. I, it makes well, it makes me wonder if they do have PR. Tory Lanez, shout out to him. He spoke his mind, and I agree with 
Well, I'll say this. I don't look for celebrities to talk. I don't look for rappers to talk. I don't look for entertainers to talk. I don't look for any of them to talk. Because I don't expect them to be educated on the situation. So if one of them comes off as a little more educated than the average rapper, shout out to y'all. You know what I'm saying? But like, for me to hear people like, you know what I'm saying, the baby say what he said. Well, listen, his tweet on his tweet, what he put on Twitter, because he said something like, "Yeah, I'll, I'll wait for all the quote unquote hype to pass around before I say what I gotta say," as if the hype by, behind niggas rioting is like, "Yeah, niggas about to clock, you know, niggas about to cop them Flint Thirteens that just dropped, or niggas about to you know go stream that new album, nigga. What the hype?" I don't know what's going on, people. I don't know what's going on, bro. I feel like these niggas, these people don't have PR no more. They're just saying whatever the fuck. So, for me, bro, to, to, to really get to what you're saying, I just feel like people should not look for these entertainers and these celebrities to speak up. Dave Chappelle said it the best, bro. You know me and you fuck with Dave Chappelle. When they were talking about everything that was going on back in the day with 9-11. Where's Ja Rule? What do you need? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yo, chill, chill. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Where's Ja? <laughs> like, we should not expect these people, these rappers, these celebrities, these entertainers to the be our voice. One, the one celebrity I like, was so disturbed by, and I was like, why y'all keep bashing this man? Like, Hey, y'all about to keep, what, is this making y'all feel better, bro? Like, y'all really expect this man to say something about this whole situation? Was ASAP Rocky? I was like, bro, why y'all keep bashing this dude? Oh, really? I didn't hear about that. What they was talking about? What? It was going in on Twitter. <laughs> what, 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 what were they saying? What were they saying about him? So they was basically saying the whole situation with him just um, saying that as like a black male, like he wouldn't, I guess, uh, what was it, the situation? I forgot who um, passed away. He, he didn't speak on the situation because then he said he doesn't feel like it's important to him. Oh, this was a few speak. years ago. Yeah, he said it just, he didn't feel like it was important, right? I, I, I remember this. I just don't remember who, who died. Excuse me. I don't remember who died for him to say that dumb shit. I yeah, I forgot who it was as well. Um but him saying that I, I feel like it definitely came out wrong. And then based on the stuff that he does and that stuff that he went to jail for, who he hangs out with and his how he dresses and how he carries himself, that's why people were even more pissed and even more livid because of um the stuff that he says and he does and how he carries himself. So I'm talking about Twitter. They were bashing him, bro. I was like, I remember that, bro. Okay. Why do y'all expect? Why do y'all expect him now from what he said in the past? Y'all think he just gonna <laughs> he go pick up the microphone? Will ultimately just change, <laughs> bro? And be a, they, I, the, I, I people. People can't expect these entertain. Yo, bro. People can't expect these entertainers to say things of of importance and of of value to these situations. 
You can't expect right. people to be edu- You can't expect rappers or entertainers to be educated about what's going on. You can't. That's why it blows my fucking mind. You can't expect rappers or entertainers or celebrities to speak to what's going on. Because, listen, Malcolm X spoke about this years ago. They are, some of these rappers and celebrities and these entertainers are planted by the white man to just say whatever the fuck they feel about the situation. But, and, and it may not be to the benefit of the black community. It just it's just what it is. That is what it is. And you know what? It's unfortunate. But like I said, we cannot I don't look for rappers, celebrities, entertainers. I don't look for them to speak on what's going on. I'm looking for the people that's inside, that's in the trenches, that's actually tackling tackling these problems to speak on this. I don't look for any of that. So, with that being said, the last word I got is, ladies and gentlemen, and I'm speaking to the black community, let's unite. Let's get together. I'm going to use my platform, The Cave. I'm going to use my podcast, The Cave, to work on and to continuously speak on how we can better our communities. Anybody need that African connection, that African talk? If you need help knowing your background, your heritage, and your history, if you're an African-American, you want to know what part of Africa you are from, where your family and your history was from, who the white man grabbed, that from what country they grabbed to bring them to this area to, to that, that brought you to this world, if you want to know, if you want to help getting there, holler at me. I will help you. I will help you get there. But you know what? We got to be willing. We got to be together on this. And I'm willing to help you out. We in the cave with it.